Welcome to this episode of the Growthcast. It is me, Jackson Campbell, joined here again with my good friend, my mentor, um, the one and only Dallas Pruitt. Dallas, how are you today, bro? So great, man. How are you? Good, man. Good, man. I really... We're going a little yin, yin and yang style oh, today. Yeah, look at us, dude. You're black. Wow. You're in white. I'm in black. My mic's black. Your black. Your mic is gray. Look at that, dude. We're looking there good. There you go. Gray's like white. Uh, so, what the listeners don't know is that Dallas and I, before we record, as we jump on and we have a little growth session ourselves, and we we coach ourselves through things, and we talk about things that struggles that we're having. Um, and I just wanted to publicly thank Dallas for taking that time with me. I know he's a busy man, but he always. He always takes time to pour into me, and I'm very grateful and fortunate for that. So, Dallas, thank you, my man. Very, hey, thank very you good. for letting me be a part of it. It's fun. Of course. Just a suggestion for everybody as well. Find you a Dallas Pruitt. Find you a friend uh, that's going to hold you accountable to the to the person that you know you can be, um, even when you necessarily don't want to hear the things that they need to say that you need to hear. Um, find you a friend like that because they're 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 priceless. Um, but anyway, let's dive into the episode here. For those of you that are just joining us here on the uh, Thanks, Doc. Growthcast, um, like I said, my name is Jackson. This is Dallas Pruitt. Um, this is the Growthcast. Monday through Thursday, we've got Dallas Pruitt with the Daily Drip, where he drops little little mindset principles, three to five minute episodes. They're very, very powerful. And then on Friday, I get the opportunity to sit down with, with Tyler Devereaux and interview him about mindset principles, multifamily real estate, what he's doing in his life. Um, all, 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 on those episodes as well, you'll find you'll find um, Tyler interviewing past students of multifamily mindset who have been through their mentorship program, who have found some success in the multifamily industry, and then also some high level guests. Tyler sits down to interview them, and then on Saturday, what you're listening to right now is the extended cut episode with myself, where I get to interview Dallas Pruitt on the book of the month. The book of the month this month is uh, "Obstacle Is the Way" by Ryan Holiday. Um, last episode, we kind of introduced that book, talk about that book. So if you haven't picked it up yet, definitely pick it up. We're reading it this month and get to reading. Um, if you want to go re-listen to that episode, feel free. But today we're going to dive into one of the principles that that book talks about, which is perception. So we're going to talk about perception today. And Dal, I'm going to flip it over to you right at the beginning, man. Give us a brief definition of, of perception. What is perception? Yeah, uh, I used to always define this little equation at the beginning of a school year um, back when I was teaching and I would work with students and I would do the same thing as I worked with, you know, adults and professionals in the space. And that was perception equals truth. And that was always like the most simplistic, um, powerful reminder that I could kind of muster up within what I was trying to communicate to everybody. And I would just go up to the board and I would I would just write perception equals truth. And uh, I did explain, this. Explain that. Explain that. Because right, perception yeah. so is really, also how everybody perceives a situation. Like everybody's perception is different. So how can how can yeah. the perception be true? So this is where it birth, was birthed from. I used to work with some oppositional defiant um, students. Uh, so I've talked a little bit about my mental health background, um, as, as a mental health specialist for a school district, um, my admin, you know, and teacher, uh, jobs that I held within that career, but I haven't talked about this part. And when I first started in the school district, I actually taught, um, students who were in the state's custody. So these were students who had committed crimes, who were, uh, in the state's custody, who were living at some type of residential um, facility 
that was state owned. They were bused into the school district and they were housed in a classroom separate from um, the regular student population or the normal student population. Um, so you can imagine like what <laughs> what a day looked like in yeah. there with that dynamic crew. It looked about exactly like what you could you know muster up in your head. Um, yeah, I'm actually very familiar oh, with dude. those. You know, and that. so yeah, so yeah. we we uh, we would go lunch with the regular student population, but we would go before and we would use all the facilities at the building, you know, at the high school I taught at, we'd go use the gym, we'd go use the cafeteria. Uh, and we would go. And I remember my first couple of weeks teaching in this position, I always found it kind of funny. I would find myself like holding back laughter because it always became a thing. And right. I guess maybe it was a way to combat getting frustrated, but we'd walk to lunch and it would never fail. Like somebody would be in the hall and they would literally just look at a person naturally walking past them. And it was always like, F that guy. He's looking yeah. at him weird. Like he freaking yeah. F you, bro. Like they, it was always like something, right? Like puffing his chest out. And there was yeah. always an issue. Like they're judging me. They're looking at me. They're, you know, I was like, what in the hell is going on? Like, what is yeah. this guy's problem? You know? So then that's where that was birthed from because that wasn't the only situation as you progress into your career. And then adulthood, you find out that like, holy shit, there are a lot of people that just read way too much into certain things that they do not need to be reading into, but their perception is their reality. Mm-hmm. So no matter how much I wanted to talk to that kid about like, hey, dude, let me calm you down with realness. Let me let me calm you down with some logical sense of the reality of what was really happening, right? Not what you perceived was happening. Mm -hmm. I couldn't talk any sense into that person because their perception was their truth. So I was trying to convince them of an alternate reality that in their mind was like, well, you're full of shit, bro. Like that guy was looking at me because he had a problem with me. Well, that was built up over the course of a habitual lifestyle that was, you know, that caused that person to think that way. So I just tried to bring it into right at the beginning of the school year, every year, and try to like hammer home on, on that lesson, because that was going to be a continuous lesson that we talked about um, regarding change, right. Uh, throughout the school year and progress and all these things. And so, uh, but here's, here's the quote, right. We'll bring it into stoicism and the obstacle is the way is choose not to be harmed and you won't feel harm. Don't feel harmed. And you haven't been right. Teaching that lesson yeah. to someone else is really tough when they have been harmed in the past. Right. But our past doesn't, dictate our future and you know pain is and it shouldn't real quick yeah you said you said our past doesn't doesn't determine our future and our past really shouldn't determine our perception on most things either right either right. you you dove it you started to dive in and i kind of want i wanted to pause you because i wanted to dive into this principle you started to talk about how that that student would get really upset because of these past experiences in his life. He was he was convinced that this dude was looking at him because he had an issue with him, right? And that perception of that was through was through prior programming in his brain, is through prior experiences, through trauma, through trauma, through, through trauma, through emotion. Even you know what I mean, like. But for your perceptions also caused through good things and things that have, that have made you feel good and euphoric. So like, that's really how your perception of things is, is curated. 
is through this this lifelong of things to this the, the singular moment in which you perceive something. So it's 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 interesting just to like kind of just take a step back and look at that for a minute of all of these things that happen. A lot of times you don't know too. So I'm sure so I'm sure it gave you a level of compassion for this for this student, right? He he assumed that everybody's mad at him or that wants to fight him. Like what has he gone through to get to this to get to that point where he sees he makes eye contact and that's how he feels with somebody. So it's just an interesting thing that I wanted to pull out that I just wanted just to shine some light on is our perception is it's totally curated through traumas, through experiences, through emotion and through all these and all through all these experiences in life. Yeah. And we're emotional beings, right? As human beings, we're emotional beings. There's no avoiding that. And that's where it gets hard. That's where it gets really sticky and kind of confusing for people, right? Through trauma, through past experiences, through um, just our experiences as a whole as people is uh, we tend to quickly trust our feelings. And this is where it's kind of hard for me sometimes because I am such a huge, I mean, I've, I've learned so much about feelings over the course of my career, even recently, like in this, you know, endeavor of growing MFM and and serving, you know, at the capacity that I do here, but they are tricky. Feelings are tricky because doubt and self-doubt, even though they feel real, they actually have very little bearing on, on reality. Right. And, and that's there, there's this quote from the book that literally says, because Though our doubts and our self-doubts feel real, they have very little impact on what is and isn't possible. And, you know, a perfect example of that is, is um, just from a personal experience lately is, you know, been trying to document my marathon prep. And the other day I went out to go run in the snow and I felt just very unmotivated <laughs> looking at yeah. the weather and just giving yeah. my, my miles that I had to log that day, but the miles got done. and. I was very capable. I just didn't feel like doing it. I was very capable. The reality was I was extremely capable. I'm very strong right now with my legs. I'm very, you know, uh, healthy right now with the way I eat. Um, I was extremely capable. I just didn't feel like it because I didn't feel like it. Had I trusted my feeling, right? I would have, I would have jeopardized that situation um, and sold myself short of what was actually possible and realistic in, in that given scenario. Um, it's, it's a, it's a tough task, dude. I mean, I'm not going to sit here on top of a perch and try to tell everybody that's listening today that, you know, feelings aren't important and that feelings don't matter and that feelings, you know, are an enemy. Feelings are superpowers. Feelings are what make our human experience amazing. But feelings can't always be trusted perfectly because, again, perception equals truth. And if we give in to fear and it's a false reality that we've created in our mind, then, well, heck, we're going to live a life where we shortchange ourselves all the dang time. And so many of us live there in so many different ways, whether that's walking through the hallway and not having good relationships with people because of a perceived fear or doubt or concern, right, that we have, um, or, you know, whether it's something a lot bigger and maybe has more impact as you get older, you know, in yeah. in life and your experience. So I don't know, choose not to be harmed and you haven't been, 
right? Or choose not to be harmed and you won't feel harmed, right? And if you don't feel harmed and you, you haven't been, I love that quote by Marcus Aurelius. And it comes back to the age old equation that we've shared on here before, which is thoughts equal feelings and feelings produce actions, right? Yes. And that it happens in that sequence. And again, I don't want to short change or go into all the psychological components of therapy and feelings because I am not a licensed professional in therapy. I am not, I do not claim to be, I am a coach. I am a teacher. Uh, I am so many other things other than a therapist, but I have worked closely with a lot of therapists and I've done a lot of therapeutic work with myself and others throughout the course of my life. And, and the truth of the matter is your feelings will lie to you. Um, and, and, and it just happens, right? Like we can misplace those things in many different ways, shapes and forms. One of the books that we read last year on the growth cast dude was the book by Victor Frankel. Right now I'm drawing a blank. What's that book called? Ah, uh, Man's Search for Meaning. Man's Search for Meaning. One of my favorite Victor, Victor Frankl quotes is right in line with this, with what you're talking about right now. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our, in our response lies our growth and our freedom. So I'll just read the beginning of that one more time. Between stimulus and response, there is a space. And that space is our power to choose our response. So a lot of the times, right, we're sitting, we're sitting here, we're talking about perception and how perception is shaped over our lifetimes by traumas, by everything that's happened to us, whatever our decisions that we, that we make, right? But what this is saying is even before that happens, there's a, there's a, there's a brief moment where you can choose to perceive the situation based on your past experiences and your past emotions, or perceive that situation as it is right then. Yep. You get to choose that. Like you, you, there's, there's a time, there's a stimulus, there's, there's a time in whenever we're doing whatever it is that we're doing, that we get to choose whether we're going to perceive it using our past programming or we're going to perceive it just how it is in that moment. And it's a beautiful thing, dude. It's a beautiful thing. Like, I just kind of want to get on my soapbox here just for a second, dude. It's a beautiful thing when you can really, truly do that. It helps. It not only helps with controlling your perception of situations as they pop up, but it also helps you be present in the moment to what's actually happening. Right to what actually the to, to reality of what actually is happening and helps you respond to whatever it is there. It's a beautiful thing, dude. You really it get really to you really, start, you really start to see things for what they are, and and be able to respond based on that rather than what you think they are. And that empowers you instead of disempowers you, right? Because again, it's it's right there in that space that you just broke down. The reason it's so awesome is because it that's right then and there when that emotion lies to you. Right. You give into the, the emotion. Mm -hmm. and, and if you aren't careful or cautious about the fact that that can happen, that's actually when you react not to the situation, but to the emotion that you feel you're reacting from the emotion that you're feeling. And it's, and it's going it's slow with it. Dude. It's going slow with it, too. Right. Because you can. Like, I'm not saying don't use your experiences to make decisions. Like, obviously, you're going to use your your experiences to make decisions when things pop up, like that's how you make decisions, but it's, it, but it's removing the emotional part of those decisions Absolutely. and those experiences that you gained, right? Like you, you might've, you might've gained a really good business experience with an individual um, that, that, that leads you to other experiences. 
You may have had an experience with a certain individual where business went south and it went really, really bad. Does that mean you're never going to do business with anybody ever again? If you based it off of your emotion with doing business with this one person and it went south, then yeah, that means you're never going to do business ever business again. Business sucks. The right. business world sucks. Right. The business world sucks. Right? You blame it on that. But no, you just have to take each situation as it is and not let it, not let those past emotions really tamper the, the future opportunity. There's something that can help there. Um, and I think that maybe this is worth you know, wrapping things up on, and that is approaching, uh, uh, striving to approach, because again, I know it's not easy, life and these obstacles that pop up as neither bad or good, we tend to label everything. You know, that guy in the hallway that passed the other dude who looked at him wrong, well, he made a choice to label that look a bad look. What if the look was just a look? What if the look was just a glance? It wasn't a bad glance. It wasn't a smirky glance. It wasn't anything. It just was. And the day continued on. How much better would your day be? And how much better would your week and your month and your year be if you chose to approach every single day better in that avenue, right? It just is. It's not bad. It's not good. The obstacle is just the obstacle. And sometimes certain obstacles that we think are obstacles aren't even <laughs> obstacles. We're making them obstacles, right? Right. And that, when I was, when I was growing up, I, I had a, there was a, a disc, uh, there was a, a discussion being had in my church. And it was one of the few times where I was listening. I must've been an important message. And uh, <laughs> it was all, it was regarding a fence. And I remember there was the title of the talk being discussed was thou shalt not be offended. Mm. And it broke down the power of agency, essentially, in what we're talking about and how taking offense is a choice. It's not something that happens because of someone else in a bad situation and a bad choice and all these things. Taking offense is literally a choice that you make. It's your responsibility, right? Like it's your, that's your choice. Yeah. Nobody caused that, right? Good or bad, like nobody caused that. You caused that. It's essentially our lesson today, right? Like perception equals truth. Choose not to be offended and you haven't been. How exactly. better? That's my challenge is literally just to consider like living yeah. your life that way moving forward. You're not going to be perfect, but do it. Try it. See yeah. what happens. See how better your day and then days, plural, become because days turn into weeks and weeks turn into months and months turn into years. It could change yeah. everything for you by not putting this either positive or negative connotation on every single situation you come across. It literally can just be. It is a situation that is yes. good or bad. Yes. Can I make one? Can I make one clarification on something that you just said about about the offense thing? Take yep. offense. You know what I mean? Because you're, you're the Marcus Aurelius quote explains it perfect. You don't take offense. You haven't been offended. You haven't been offended. You don't, you're not hurt, right? You see, you you one of the things that you were explaining right now. So maybe I'm kind of asking you a question. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm going to bring this up. So correct me if I'm wrong, because you can you can be offended. Like Dallas, if I told you to f off, bro, I don't want to ever do business with you again. Like that's going to hurt your feelings, right? Absolutely, that's going to hurt your feelings, and you're going to be offended. But what it is, it's removing that emotion that's attached to that experience, right? 
and, and instead taking it as the lesson that it is. All right, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do business with piece of shit Jackson because he just went off on me for no reason for a silly mistake that I made or whatever it is. Right. Like that's, that's how you take ownership of being offended. Is totally. yeah, sure, sure, you sure? Like, I, like I'm sure that make you know what I mean. You don't so remain you, offended. You move forward. You forgive and you gonna, move forward. I've learned my lesson. I'm not going to do exactly. work with you again, and that's great. I'm not exactly. also going to sit in the crap that exactly with you for hours and days and months because what exactly. does that do? That impedes my progress, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that obstacle sets me up for more obstacles that look just like that in the future, and I'll know how to navigate exactly. them next time. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So being offended, you can be offended. So just clarify, you can be offended, but whether you're going to sit there and, sh- and soak in it and let it consume you and then let it consume your perception or your belief of whatever the situation is. Your belief in others, your belief then, in how- then, then you're choosing it at that point. Then you're choosing oh. the, the bad things that could come with a bad, with, could come with a good, a, a good experience. It could be a good experience, right? So now as we wrap up here, I know you got a jet, dude. So as we wrap up here, I just kind of want to, Lay things out here, and you can you can correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm any if I'm wrong on any of this, but at the end of the day, your perception is based and influenced off of your beliefs, yeah, and the life that you've lived, your experiences. So if you're not regularly checking in with your beliefs and what guides your moral compass, the negative things that you perceive will eventually just take root over all of the perception of how you perceive everything. So really the actionable that I've learned from this episode is your perception shapes your, or your beliefs shape your perception. So check in on your beliefs often and, and, and check in on what it is that is making you, that is pre- that is guiding your perception. Sorry, I'm kind of fumbling. Say that one more time. We're going to add to it because we're going to we're going to solidify this. Say it one more time. Your beliefs, what? Your so your your perception is based off your beliefs. So if you don't check in with your beliefs and do inventory on your beliefs often enough, your your beliefs can be can be tainted by perception, like by a bad perception. Does that yeah, make so sense? Yeah. So, well, and why does this matter with what Jackson is breaking down is because your perception has a direct influence on your reality because your perception has a direct influence on the actions you take and the actions you don't take. That's why it matters so damn much is because your perception has a direct influence on the reality you help to create, right? Not and so, yeah. And your it, perception, and your perception is immediately impacted by your belief. So it's, it's like almost like a three-part thing, right? Well, it's it's the, that's what I'm saying. It's adding the sequence. So it's belief, yeah, perception, reality, right? Belief, yeah. perception, reality. Much like thoughts, feelings, actions, belief, perception, reality. Those things fall in the exact same segments of the spectrum. So good, Dallas. Thank you so much, man. Um, I think we can end it there, brother. I think perception, man, this has been such a powerful episode and I've learned so much from it, man. So again, just an actionable for everybody. Check in on your beliefs, check in on that moral compass. That really is what guides your perception and things check in on that because that is eventually and 
ultimately what's going to create your reality. It's pretty interesting. I don't mean to like slam the door or stop it from slamming shut on the close, but um, you, we wonder why values are so important, right? Values are tied directly into a belief system. And so, you know, I think about society and the corrupt, you know, things that we see happen. And, and, and then I also think about, you know, businesses and organizations and quality ones versus, you know, uh, maybe some that are polluted with other things. And, and it really just boils down to, you know, belief system. You know, I think of MF Aloha, I think of what we're striving to do, uh, you know, as a company um, in, in following through with those values, those core values. Well, those core values are derived from a specific belief system. And, and that's why this matters is because again, beliefs have a direct impact on perception, right? Mm-hmm. And perception has a direct impact on reality. We're creating our own reality. And a lot of the times the issue is we just suck in our belief system and our value system. And if we could just revert back to high quality, morally, ethically, clear, clean cut, just awesome values. And if you follow the path down any successful organization, you will find that they have done an amazing job at one, defining those values right? Believing in those values. And then again, perceiving, right? Things properly, right? Creating the proper truth for themselves and following suit in action. And that created an amazing reality. It's, it's pretty amazing. So anyway, I just wanted to address that before we, we close out, you gut check your values. Dude, like Jackson said, gut check your belief system. Do not ever overlook it because it matters more and more every single day that passes. So good. Thank you, Dallas. Thank you, everybody who's been listening. I think that's a perfect way to wrap this episode up. Um, Please leave us a rating and review. Um, Very grateful for everybody that tunes in to listen. Um, Please reach out as well. If there's anything that y'all want us to talk about specifically that we could loop into these episodes, we'd be more than happy.